On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to talk about the power of Facebook video because things have changed. And speaking of video, today's episode is made possible by our good friends over at Movo. Movo makes it possible for people like you and me to make great videos, even if we're just using our smartphones. That's because they have all the microphones, all the stands, all the lights, and everything else that you could use to be a professional video producer, even if you're using your smartphone. Want to get started today? Then head on over to raiselinks.com slash Movo and start picking up all the equipment that you need at Movo. And with that, Steve, should we hit that music? Absolutely. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise. And has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. And it's the radio show about video, Video Marketing Madness, with Ray the Video Guy, and I'm Steve Sleeper, and our homepage is GoVMM.com, where we've got all the podcatchers like Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review, subscribe, all that good stuff. And you can get social with us there. we got all our socials there, our Twitters, our Facebooks, our Twitfaces, you name it. We got it. MySpace. MySpace. We got it all, man. We got it all. Plurk. Plurk. No yeah, doubts. Can't forget no Clark. doubts. So I, uh, speaking of Movo, uh, Monday, uh, I, I was telling Ray last week, I uh, I had the respiratory flu, which I haven't had at least in 40 years. Uh, I mean, probably when I was a kid, actually, not a young man. And, uh, and so by Monday... I had to get out of the house. I was just going nuts because I was on my uh, flat on my back on the in the recliner for a week. Turns out we think it was COVID, but anyhow, it's another story. And uh, so I uh, drove down to Lincoln to do some rail fanning to record some videos. And this was my first time out. And so you're you're always a little clumsy the first time until you get into a routine. But I uh, stood just east of the big. Uh, Burlington Northern Santa Fe yard there and had a pretty good spot except for uh, guess what the sun oh and uh I I um uh, I, I I really couldn't get up early in the morning and I got there you know probably two in the afternoon and the sun was just killer which it's killer this time of year anyhow if it sets in the west you know, uh, in the summer, it kind of sits and sets in the southwest, and it's always low and and everything. But I did have my Movo rig and my Movo double shotgun mic, and uh, you know, I got some videos in. I mean, I I broke I broke the uh, the ice, you know. And uh, I'm going to go down Saturday, and I'm going to get down there early before the sun becomes an issue. But uh, you know, one of the things I learned, and you've been uh, preaching this for years have the sun behind your back uh, and that's uh easier said than done this time of year <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just depends what you're doing i suppose where you're you at what you're doing yeah and 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 and, and the, the best spots to rail fan outside the yard were not the best places for the sun could be in the summer it'd be just fine you know but uh so i gotta i gotta get up at like uh 
6 in the morning on Saturday and drive down there and hit it right right at sunrise before it, you know, uh, right. You know, before it gets into a bad position. Well, I too, Steve, got some movoing in this past week. Uh, earlier this week, I actually took the rig out. I've got a, a guy here in town who's invented a, a really cool little golf device. Mm. And uh, so we went out to the local golf course and I brought the Movo rig, my tripod and the Movo stand and the Movo uh, phone holder. And I oh. shot some videos using my smartphone for his little product. So cool. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, they've they've. Uh... Their stuff is very helpful for doing that type of thing, and uh, boy, I tell you what, I got that uh, new Samsung what is it, S21, and I, I I shoot everything in 4K. Man, it looks good. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. It's, it's incredible. You know, I say it all the time, but it, it, it helps to reiterate it again. Think about this. 20 years ago, you would have paid thirty, fifty thousand dollars for an amazing camera that would absolutely be blown away by smartphones these days. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, I know some technician will probably reach out and go, "Well, not really because of this, that, and that." But realistically, yeah, it's still the only you know, difference. You get good lighting. You get 4K. Come on. The only difference is some, the only difference is the aperture size. It's got a small aperture size, so yep. you got to really yep. focus on your lighting. Pay attention to that. But man, oh man, it does. But you, you've also got to think of it this way. In reality, if you look at a really good camera, if you take off that lens, <laughs> the lens is what's what's really huge there. You know, the actual opening where the where the light actually goes in is still pretty tiny. Is it? So you know, it's not like it's that much of a disadvantage. And if you can get a good lens onto your cam- onto your smartphone, you can do some really good stuff. Easier said than done, but uh, they do make some. I- I've seen one, Steve, where. Uh, it is a lens that you can attach to your phone that you have to use a tripod on the lens itself oh. because the lens is, you know, 50 pounds and the, the camera is, you know, 12 ounces. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, you can do some amazing, just incredible things. There have been movies shot with phones. There have been TV commercials shot with phones and everything in between. So it's it's not like the old days. Um, you've got a cinema Right in your pocket, and, and and I don't know if you've seen Steve on uh, TV. They've got some commercials about the the new iPhone, which uh, by the way I don't have yet, um, and it's got cinematic features like rack focusing between people. So, for instance, if you're shooting a, a, a video and you've got you know two people, you can be focused on one and have it rack focused to the other person automatically and get that really cool cinema effect. I mean, it, it's pretty incredible. The stuff that they've come up with is absolutely amazing, and it's only going to get better over the next couple of years. Well, and then getting back to Movo, too, on the sound, I couldn't figure out how to patch into the sound, you know, how how to patch a mic in there. I'm thinking I'm going to get a pin plug on my Samsung. No, they don't do that anymore. And so I'm like, Ray, what do I do? Well, you need this adapter and that adapter, and here's the page to order for Movo, and everything works just fine. Yeah, so. Well, the, the one thing I am worried about, though, Steve, is the rumor is, and, and to me this kind of doesn't make sense unless they have a plan, the rumor is that the next iPhone, at least the uh, the Pro model, is not going to have any plugs whatsoever. No holes at all. All Bluetooth? Um, all Bluetooth? Well, that's that's what I'm assuming, although there, there was rumor that they're coming up with, and maybe this has to do with that, too, that Apple has come up with a new technology to replace Bluetooth, 
Um, but we'll see if that's truly the case. But my thought is, okay, what if you, you know, they're pushing so hard on using your phone as a, a, a video and cinema device. Well, what happens when you can't plug a, a good microphone into it? Yeah. Um, so hopefully they're coming up with some sort of solution for that. And, um, you know, it might even be a better solution, to be honest with you. <laughs> we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, time will tell. Time will tell. But it, it is amazing the things that you can do. You can shoot anytime. You get your camera in your pocket. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, even though these cameras do amazing jobs, you don't need amazing videos. Some of the most popular things out there on YouTube that are making all this money are things that people shoot on the fly as they're just moving down the road and they pull out their camera and start shooting something. That's right. So it's, it's a matter of just getting out there and shooting. You can get some great, great stuff. Well, and I was a a bit of a wild man in college, at least my first two years in college. (laughs) I'm just glad there weren't phones back then. (laughs) Oh man. I'd hate to have that follow me the rest of my life, you know? So, well, that's true. You never, you never know. Um, we, we always had cameras even back then, back in the day, though. Of course, we're talking 20 years later than you, but, uh, yeah. you know, we always had cameras. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, <clears throat> we, there are cassettes out there. There are DVDs out yeah, there. Yeah. They're, they're out there, but it, yeah, nobody really, I mean, you know, your phone, you put it in your pocket, you got everything you need right there and you carry it with you all the time. Uh, uh, back in the day at frat parties, people didn't necessarily bring a camera, you know. Yeah, in fact, they probably avoided it. Thank goodness. (laughs) It was probably avoided. Now, speaking of bringing cameras, Steve, since the the last time we got together, um, which it seems like it's been forever, and and I don't even remember when it was. It was uh, before the holidays, but... We skipped Christmas and New Year's week, so it's been a few weeks. Well, speaking of that time, we actually finished up a TV program here in Atlanta called Finders Keepers Atlanta. And uh, it's basically a scavenger hunt style show, kind of like uh, The Amazing Race or or something of that nature. And uh, the last episode was two groups trying to go through our escape rooms with the winner winning $20,000. And we shot that uh, back just before Christmas. And so that is now in the can. One full season down and ready to go. It should be uh, airing probably in the next two weeks. Should be the first episode where, where on the DuPont Network. Oh, okay. So we'll give you more information yeah. as we get that. Okay. And uh, we're actually putting together right now. We're starting on pre-production of the Impossible Escape Challenge, which is going to be a, a TV show. Thirteen weeks of uh, people trying to overcome their fears and their personal obstacles through the power of an escape room, and we're going to have a lot of fun with that. It's going to be uh, probably about 25 teams challenging for the ability to win the grand prize in the end. So Groovy stuff. A new escape room TV show that we're putting together right now. Okay, so Facebook video. Now, I, Facebook video. I had been noticing when I Google something and uh, – if I just happened to look on the videos page, you know, on on, on the Google landing page, I would see some uh, I would see some Facebook videos in there, you know, and I've been seeing those for a while. But I guess you had a Facebook video go to page one of Google for uh, a keyword search term. Yeah. So more recently, over the last couple of weeks, uh, I started to notice this, and it caught me by surprise. And, and there's going to be somebody out there who goes, "What? 
I had Facebook videos on page one of Google two yeah. years ago. Yeah. I've never seen Facebook videos get onto page one of Google before. Mm -hmm. And recently, I've started to see that. In fact, I'm staring at uh, a search term here for the escape room. And on page one of Google are three videos. All three of them are Facebook videos. Wow. One of them from two days ago and one of them from uh, back in August and another one in October. And then it's got a view all button down there, which I have not pressed, but that will probably bring out a bunch more videos. But yeah, I mean, uh, pretty impressive. We've got these videos in here that are Facebook videos showing up on page one. And that to me is a pretty exciting thing because, and by the way, no YouTube videos on page one, just Facebook. I'll be darned. So go figure with that. Yeah. But the point being is that all of those Facebook videos that you may or may not be doing, well, now you've got the ability to have them show up on page one. And, by the way, many of these videos that are showing up on page one are videos that were just shot live. Um, for instance, right now when I do my search term here, um, there's a video, it says from two days ago, and it's literally me standing in the lobby with my phone doing a, a live video. And that live video is now on page one of Google, along with two other videos that were also live videos when they were done. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a new opportunity. So I wanted to talk about that today because obviously one of our goals is to always get uh, videos on the page one. And we always focus on YouTube and doing all that YouTube optimization. But we need to think about Facebook now as well, because that can truly be a great place for people to uh, to upload their videos, to shoot their live videos, and now get them seen on page one of Google for a little bit more attention. So yeah. pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. And uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit about that and see what people think. So we would love to get your opinions as we do these. So, of course, if you have opinions on Facebook video, be sure to post them in the comments or uh, send us a message and let us know what you think about Facebook video. So. How do we deal with this Facebook video and what do we need to do to make sure that this happens? Well, the biggest thing is just like with any video, you're going to need to still have some optimization. Now, again, most people, when they create videos on Facebook, they're not going to have like they do on YouTube with, you know, 10 paragraphs and 500 words and um, all this SEO stuff that they normally do on each of the videos. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is, especially with the live videos, you actually want to keep the descriptions fairly short so that people can read them quickly and click on a link that you have. But you want to make sure it's got a good title. So the one I'm looking at here actually says uh, Christmas Escape Room Stops Santa's Evil Twin from Ruining Christmas. Um, and it shows up for the escape room when I do a search. So it's got a pretty good long title on there. And then it's got the description. The description, again, not a ton in that description. It, it's just the basics and a link along with some hashtags. But you want to get some of those keywords in there to make sure that it gets found when people are searching. Um, I would love to sit here and tell you here's the formula to get onto page one with that. But with this being something that we're starting to see happen now, um, the verdict's still out on what may really trigger that. But my thought is, as you're building your videos, whether you're going to upload it or whether you're doing it live, you want to make sure that you know what your keywords are going to be and get them in there. Now, as with YouTube, we want to make sure that we have branding in there as well. So, for instance, uh, what we always told people with YouTube was if your video was about, uh, you know, 
installing a new water heater, then you would want to have that keyword in your title. So how to install a new water heater. But then you want to make sure the branding is in there. So if it's from Smith Plumbing, you would have that title say, how to install a water heater, you know, dash Smith Plumbing. And maybe the town, Smith Plumbing in Loganville or whatever. And that way, not only are you going to be found when people are searching for keywords, but when they're doing brand searches, these things will show up. So when they search Smith Plumbing in Loganville, those videos will start to show up in there because you've got that title in there. So want to do the same thing here. Now, when you're doing a live video, you don't really have the opportunity to put like a, a normal title and then a description. It's kind of all one and the same, but you want to make sure that it works the same way. So start it off with something that's a, a good keyword for that. So how to unstop a clogged drain or how to install a hot water heater or, you know, uh, new escape room game, whatever it happens to be, get that in there a little bit of a description, and then a link. And then if you want to put more information, you certainly can, um, but people aren't really necessarily going to see a lot of that, and it could actually distract a little bit. So you kind of have to balance between not putting too much where it bugs people <laughs> and putting enough that there's opportunity for Facebook and Google to find those videos and attribute them properly to the keywords that you want them to. So you got to kind of play a balancing act there. Uh, but, you know, it, it is just like any other video. You want to get that keyword in there. You want to get that information in there. And when you do, these videos can show up. So what kind of videos should you be producing? Well, I would say pretty much everything that you would normally produce. So if you're producing stuff for YouTube and maybe you upload it to YouTube, but you don't really mess with Facebook much, I would start uploading those things to Facebook because that's going to help you to get found on there as well. Not only can they possibly show up on page one of Google, but when people are on Facebook, it's going to help them to find you as well. So make sure that as you make videos for YouTube, that you also put them on Facebook. Use the same information to be able to create something that's um, optimized so that it can be found in search. And then get it up there, because believe it or not, and people don't realize this a lot of times, but Facebook does have for your page, a video channel. And if you go there, you know, you'll see like a main video, the most popular one right up at the top. It's big, it's bold. And then underneath that, you're going to have all your videos in there, just like you would on YouTube. You know, you're going to have all of them listed out there. So start building up that little inside channel there because it can definitely make a big difference when it comes to your marketing. Now, this also goes for live videos. And this is where businesses can really make a big difference is by getting out there and doing live videos as often as possible. It's not hard to grab your phone and talk about your business for two or three minutes. Uh, as a good example, you know, we do that here, but a better example is somebody that's not me so that you kind of get an idea of what other people are doing. The lady here at Great Harvest, which is just up the road from here, she does live videos almost every single morning. And she tells you, what they're baking right now, what they're going to have for that day, what's fresh and available, uh, what they have on special, what's coming up for the rest of the week, what they have for lunch as far as soups and salads and all of that kind of stuff. And she does that every single – well, she doesn't do it every single day. She tries to do it almost every single day where she gets on there and she tells you all about that so you know what's going on. And those live videos now have the opportunity to show up on page one as well. But because it's so easy to do – Anybody can do it with their phone at any time. You've got content that can rank. And like I said, the three videos that are ranking on page one right now that I have there 
all three of those were live videos. They were not uh, pre-produced videos. They were all three live videos that we did and uh, sent up there. So live videos can be very, very powerful. We know that they can be powerful on YouTube as well, but they can be very powerful on Facebook when it comes to ranking. Again, when you do your live videos, you're going to want to do the same thing. Make sure that you've got your keyword loaded you know, uh, description that you're going to put in there. Kind of do the top as if it's a title a little bit. Get the rest of that in there. Get those links in there. But again, you don't want to make it too long because it's actually going to distract as people try to watch it live. And people will watch live. I know you might think, uh, uh, who's going to watch me live? But you would be surprised. Uh, you may not get hundreds of people, but you'll probably get at least a handful, two, three, five, ten, twelve, watching you at a time. And all of those people are captive audiences that you can talk to, you can interact with. So not only will those videos rank, but you have the opportunity to really interact with the people that are watching with you. So it can be very, very powerful. And, uh, you know, a live video is a great way to do that. Steve, what do you think about these live videos? The cool thing about the videos are they're, they're twofold. You know, first of all, Google is all about user experience. And so yes. the, the, the they have put an emphasis on, on the live videos from everything I can tell. That is an important indicator to them, at least with Facebook. Uh, the, the other thing with the live videos is, uh, well, not only does Facebook love them, but the audience seems to love them as well. They get a big kick out of them, you know, because they bring a certain content that you don't otherwise get. And uh, I, I think that's why YouTube is uh, real, re really likes them, because uh, it, it's on your page. If you have a lot of uh, things going on on your page and you're building out that channel, uh, not only do people really get a thrill out of the live videos, but uh, obviously Facebook and YouTube have recognized that as well. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. People like them, YouTube likes them, Google likes them, Facebook likes them. Yep, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, I don't know if, if, uh, if Google necessarily has the um, ability to know if a video from Facebook was live or not in the first place, but it does seem like there's a preference there. Um, those are the ones that are showing up. I have another video that I did pretty recently. It, it was an uploaded video. That one hasn't showed up on, on page one, So, uh, but the live ones have. So it's, well, what I've noticed like a preference. What I've noticed, and, and this is uh, very limited on my part, I, I manage a couple of pages, uh, uh, but that I don't do as much as you do by any means, and uh, I don't do as much as a lot of other people do. But I do manage a couple of pages, and what I've noticed is uh, if I put up a photograph it gets it reaches a lot more people if if i put up a facebook live it reaches a lot more people yes a lot more people than than even the photograph if i just type something in like uh uh this and that and this and that eh, it, it, you know it, it, it reaches a, a decent audience photograph probably times two uh Facebook Live times five. I mean, it's just it really. Oh, yeah, lamps and, it up. and it used to be even greater. I, I remember looking at my um, Facebook analytics, and and you would see like the engagement interaction, really small little bars, small little bars, and then all of a sudden there'd be one thing that had gigantic long bars next to it, and it was because it was a live video, and it just, you know, I mean, I'm talking, I, I think at the time we were talking a hundred times what other pieces of content we're getting. Wow. So, it, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're talking like a thousand people versus, you know, 20 people normally 
that kind of a difference that, that it really made. Now, are you going to see that kind of difference today? Probably not, but you will see a difference. It's definitely uh, something that's going to, you know, it's going to help you. No uh-huh. doubt about it. It's going to uh-huh. make a big difference. And again, if you can get it to show up on YouTube or excuse me, on Google as well and search, then, well, you know, how can you beat that? You know, that's just a, a, a feather in your cap there. And I'm looking at, you know, some of my things right now specifically for that. And we can see I've got a post here, a post here, a post here. And then all of a sudden there's a post that is literally 10 times more than everything else there. Uh-huh. And it's a live video. And then I go down a little bit more and, we'll, you know, you see the same thing. Once again, you see one giant bar and boom, there it is right there. You know, normally a, a, a silly little piece of content might reach 30 to 70 people. And then all of a sudden the live video is at 580. Wow. You know, so it, it definitely and that's reach uh, as far as engagement goes. You know, the engagement, you see the same thing. Um, some, some of the things that we post, no, you know, sad to say some of them don't get any engagement at all. And then all of a sudden one thing gets a ton of engagement. Well, it's a video (laughs) and I can see it over and over and over again. As I look down here, all the live videos are the ones that get the engagement and they're the ones that get all of the, uh, you know, the reach. Yeah. So, and, and by the way, when it comes to the, the reach, I believe that, you know, Facebook pushes that reach. Yeah. That's who literally reach is, you know, who got to see it. And when you look at all these things and you see, you know, no, didn't really get a lot of reach, didn't get a lot of reach. And then boom, all of a sudden it's a video and you've got a ton of reach. You know, you know that they're definitely pushing that harder. And and you can see the engagement goes up as soon as that happens. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So making videos, Facebook, and it's not difficult, by the way. If you've got a Facebook page, start using it. Um, I use the Creator Studio, and, and I don't know if you're familiar with the Creator Studio, Steve, or not. But I am. Yeah, that's, but um, I've messed around with it, yeah. On, on the phone, and the main reason that I do is um, if you have a Facebook page, <laughs> Facebook makes changes all the time, and they kind of decide what you can post from your 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 regular page there. So I'll go into if I go into one of our pages, I can't post a live video. It's not the option is not there. I have to go to Creator Studio and then it's inside there. So I have to do it through Creator Studio. Other pages that I have, no problem. This live video when you go to the page itself, but uh, some of them, that's just not one of the uh, options you can do is live video for whatever reason. It used to be, and all of a sudden it was gone. Yep. But of course that forces you to use Creator Studio, which is uh a little bit better anyway. So if you're not familiar with Creator Studio, check it out. It's an app for your phones. It's going to allow you to do a little bit more when it comes to creating content for your page, including live videos so that you can go in there and you can, you know, set up your live videos and go live and, and you know, do what you need to do and have everything set up properly. It's going to post to your channel. And then, of course, you can go out and you can share it and do whatever else you need to do with that. It, seem, it seems to be more stable. Yeah, it, it is. Um, Facebook unlike, in general, no unlike me, Facebook, but pretty unlike buggy. Me, I'm unstable. Yeah. I'm not stable. <laughs> but uh, Facebook itself, pretty buggy platform, to be yeah, perfectly yeah, honest with yeah, you. Um, even on even on the desktop, you know, creating ads and things. So it can be pretty buggy. But that Creator Studio, 
pretty solid, allows you to do everything that you want to do. You go in there, you choose what kind of content you want to produce, whether it's a video or just an image or, or what have you. You put it together, and then it's going to automatically send it out to whatever page you're working on. Um, the one fatal flaw of, of the Creative Studio is make sure you're doing it for the right page. Sometimes it can be mm. tough to tell what page you're creating content for, mm. especially when you have multiple escape rooms that all use the same logo. That makes it very tough to know which one you're you're creating the content yeah, for. Yeah. So, oh boy, yeah. And uh, but you know you get in there and you, you use that. You produce a video just like you normally would. Do a live video, whatever content you have, you put it in there in video form. You're going to get a lot more action out of it. Not only on your Facebook page, it's going to bring more people in. It's going to get more reach. It's going to get more interaction and engagement. But it's also going to give you the opportunity to rank on page one, which is something that. Uh, you know, all of us business owners want to do. We want to be on page one in as many forms and factors as possible. But like I said, what blew me away is the fact that they're all Facebook videos, no YouTube videos to be seen, even though we used to have vid- YouTube videos on page one. Now we got Facebook videos on page one. For the That's same weird, videos. isn't it? It is. It's very strange. Yeah. And I think it has to do with uh, there's a, you know, there was a time when uh, there was a lot of complaining going on about. You know, Google favoring their own content, which is probably true. And I think that for probably for, you know, antitrust reasons, Mm -hmm. they want to make sure that, uh, you know, it doesn't seem like they're favoring only their content. And so now they're getting the Facebook content out there. And let's be honest with you. uh, There really aren't many other platforms out there that are powerful anymore. Yeah, Vimeo's out there, which, by the way. Uh, to back that up, I, I actually did see a Vimeo video on page one a while back, which usually you never see Vimeo videos make it to page mm. one. And mm. I have seen some of those. But, you know, with um, realistically, I mean, what video platforms are left now? You've got YouTube and Facebook. And, yeah, you've got Vimeo, but it people tend to use Vimeo in a slightly different way. Um, a lot of the other ones, you know, Meta Cafes and Daily Motions of, you know, they're just not what they were. And, uh so you're kind of left with that. So I'm, I'm guessing that that's why Facebook video is starting to show up better. They're indexing that to uh, to get it out there, you know, probably to keep them from getting in trouble for favoring only their stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, and there's not that many bully platforms, as you were saying, for nope. for video anymore. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's really not. Um, you know, obviously you've got uh, Twitch and things like that, but th- that's a little bit different. That's a um, niche. Twitch is a niche. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It, well, it's just a different kind of video, too. So, well, yeah. But, but yeah, new option for video as they uh, as this platform has matured. It's definitely given us uh, a new place to put our content to make sure that it gets seen, to make sure that it's optimized, and then hopefully make sure it gets on the page one. Mm-hmm. Well, I, so I go I, get I, out there and do that video. I, it never occurred to me that that stuff can get on page one. You know. <laughs> Uh, like I said, I had I had not seen it until recently, and mm-hmm. and some people had said, no, I've seen that for a while, but I don't know. I, I just had never seen a Facebook video make it to page one. So, um, speaking of escape rooms, how many do you have now? Uh, just three still. Three, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. Or twelve, three three locations, four rooms in each one. Are they uh, all in the Atlanta area, or is there one in California? There's yeah, one is in California, okay. and then two are. Around Atlanta. Okay. All right. Okay. Right now, so. Yeah. All right. Possibly soon to be coming to Omaha, Nebraska. That's right. That's right. My uh, my stomping grounds. <laughs> so. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's no joke. That that maybe uh, the next location might be out in Omaha. So, have you uh, do you have any idea where it's going to be at this point, or uh, as far as far as part of town, or? Uh... No, I have no idea. I have never been to Omaha in my life. Uh, I know that um, one of my partners has looked at locations out there back a while ago, a few different places. So who knows? Yeah, it's a nice Don't know town. how soon that'll happen. It's It'll an be okay. a year before we do it. Who knows? No, I know. But it's an okay town. I mean, it's a decent size, you know. I think the uh, yeah. metro survey area is like 900,000 or something like that, and the population is like 400,000. So, nice. Yeah. Not bad at all. Not, Not bad, bad at all. all. Not bad at all. So, okay, cool. All right. Well, with that, Steve, another episode in the can. And speaking of episodes, if you need to make an episode of something, well, there's some people out there that can help you to uh, make better videos while you're shooting those episodes. That's right. That's right. And that, of course, is our good friends over at Movo. Not only do they have lapel mics and wireless mics, and desktop mics, but they've got stands, they've got lights, they've got all sorts of things. In fact, I was using, as I said the other day, the iVlog 4, which comes with a beautiful rig that you put on top of your tripod that you can then pull off and go double handheld. And it's got the uh, the GR1 hand grip that goes in the middle to hold your phone on there. And then it's got microphone inputs and all sorts of fun stuff. So that you can go out there looking like a professional, having lights on your rig, having a camera in your rig, and uh, doing a great job just with a smartphone. And by the way, Steve, they don't work with just smartphones. If you've got high-end equipment, you can use it with that as well. Start using those wireless microphones. You will sound great, and your videos will thank you for it. And, of course, if you want to check out all the great stuff at Movo, then head on over to raiselinks.com slash Movo. And start getting your equipment today. I got a mobile story All right. for you. I got a mobile story Ooh, for you before we one. leave. So, uh, as, as I mentioned, I was out rail fanning on Monday. Did, did we talk about this on the show, or was it before the show? Oh, yes. And we talked about it on the show. Yes, we've talked about it. Se- senior moment from Steve. And uh, so I'm down in Lincoln, right outside the big Burlington Northern Santa Fe yard. I mean, it's a big yard. We, we call it the West Old Street yard there. It's actually the Hobson yard. And the uh, the neighborhood around it, uh, it's called the Bottoms, and surprisingly, a, not, a lot of nice little homes. So I see this uh, train pulling out, a coal train pulling out, and it's uh, not John Coltrane, just, you know, a coal train. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of doing some switching and backing up. So I keep driving around, and I find this little circle where I can get right up next to that train. So I'm shooting it, and, and uh, I kind of notice out of the corner of, of my eye this guy's watching me, you know. And so when I get done shooting it, he comes up to me, and he says, hey, I'm a rail fan too. I, he said, I, I, I bought this house right here so I could watch the trains. He says, amazingly enough. <laughs> and, uh, uh, he said, but, you know, and, and he said, I shoot stuff with my phone and I've got a rig and stuff, but I think I noticed that your microphone has a dead cat on both ends, you know, the, the uh, wind socket on both ends. He said, I didn't know shotgun mics <laughs> had double sided. He said, I've been looking for one. I said, well, you need to go to Movo, raiselinks.com slash Movo. <laughs> and, and he was blown away. Seriously, nice. this is a real story. So him and I chatted for quite a while, and we both agreed that we were pretty geeky. But, uh, yeah, that was kind of cool, you know. 
So anyhow, yeah, Braille fans are nice, nice people. I, and, all I can uh, think of is when you said the uh, you said the bottoms, and all I could think of was uh, in the heat of the night. That's where all the yeah yeah, yeah. all the uh, poor people lived, and and all the crime kept happening was well, in the bottoms. Yeah, and and I was kind of concerned that that's what it would be because the name of the the well, there's a bunch of neighborhoods around there called the bottoms, and they're they're just off downtown and by Memorial Stadium. One of them is the Russian bottoms, and uh, but this one's just the bottoms. And I thought, oh boy, I hope it's safe down here. And then I start noticing the houses are really well cared for and nice and everything, you know. And uh, so that was kind of neat. And then when this guy was, like, standing there, I'm like, oh, geez, what's going on? It made me a little nervous. Yeah, it turns out he's a rail fan, and <laughs> and he's he's jazzed by Movo. <laughs> nice. Well, there you go. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Very cool. Well, with that, Ethel is making her way over. Ethel. She's hobbling down. God, we haven't seen she's Ethel in the... a couple of weeks. I know. Uh, she's been in the closet here. She's come out. She put she's on got, any uh, any weight over Christmas? No, no, she did not. She's looking she's looking svelte. She's got her uh, ukulele in hand, and she's uh, climbing the fence. Oh, she's hopping the fence, and here she comes. All right, Ethel, here we go. Hit that music. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. 